Welcome to Peculiar Objects, everybody. The only podcast that realized I'll stop the world and melt with you was a desperate warning about climate change. I am your vice president, who would have definitely done more for the environment than Bruce Jr. did, Anthony Moore. With me are two other people who may or may not have held political positions in our country at some point in time. Hello, um, I am your sad Coca-Cola bear that doesn't believe in climate change, but is very confused why his house is melting. Nigel Collins. Oh, oh geez. Uh, I mean, I was going to say that uh, I'm Casey Hills and I have ridden the mighty moonworm because I thought we were going with the Al Gore theme from earlier, but then I got real sad about polar bears. <laughs> Well, it's the polar bear's fault for for completely ignoring the fact that global warming is a thing and yeah, denying absolutely. it while their house is yeah. melting. Polar bears in their legislative power were negligent. Why do you think why do you think the why do you think the Coca-Cola label is red? Cuz it's mm-hmm. run by Republicans. Mm-hmm. Guys, it's a it's a I, it's a Aesop fable. It's 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 meant to be a fairy tale that actually is a metaphor. Or what's going on? But see, Pepsi is blue, and that's why any cold, oh red, <laughs> Democrat, progressive only Jesus drinks Pepsi. Or fucking shit. like that one Jenner kid that stopped the riots. Yeah, perfect. That really did wonders. Absolutely. And then, and then, and then, uh, so I'm a di- Royal Crown Cola is I'm for a diet Republicans. And what uh, is? I said Royal Crown is for Libertarians, and nobody appreciates it. for Libertarians. What about Dr. Pepper? Dr. Pepper is happy with its guns and its sunflower seeds, and you stay off my my respective ego. I love Dr. Pepper. (laughs) Dr. Pepper isn't part of the Cola Wars, so it doesn't count. Well, because it's prune juice. That's true. Actually, it is not cola-flavored. It is a spicy cherry cola by its own admission. So, uh, this is Peculiar Objects, everybody. Uh, you all know this podcast. You've been listening to us since episode one. Uh, if you haven't listened to, uh, an episode, why are you starting on episode 17? Uh, go back and listen to all of our episodes, uh, before. Refresh yourself. We'll give you time. And then they left a bucket full of Piss and feces no. in yeah. the middle no. of the concert hall. It was the worst thing I've ever Surely seen in my that, life. It was the purest juice. Surely that's imagine. not making the final cut of the episode. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, okay, so this is Peculiar Objects. Uh, our goal is to recreate every single one of your favorite 80s childhood movies. Uh, movies Correct. Like... Uh, Stand by Mac me. and Me. Movies like Goonies. Movies like Mac and Me. Short Circuit. Uh, oh. Short Circuit Wait. Two is super racist. Super super racist movies. Los locos guys. kick your balls into outer space, Thony. It's got uh, Stephen Fisher and brownface, but he's a great actor. Would the Outsiders Wait, count what? as a kids on bike adventure? You have asserted in past that it does. I don't know because I haven't seen it. It's been a minute. I've read it. And it's been a while since I've watched the movie, but stay golden. Weekend at Bernie's. Yep, that's definitely a kids on bike adventure. It has kids. It has bikes. Sure is. Has adventures. <laughs> um, so uh, Casey and Nigel play Kit Russell and Audie Oddwards, uh, respectively, yeah, sure. uh, who are embroiled and enmeshed in a very, very uh, weird conspiracy uh, in the a rigmarole in the town. An imbroglio plot. 
that is kind of way beyond what they expected to do when they started uh, going out and searching for uh, their lost friend and peer, Carly Figueroa. Mm-hmm. Um, they've uncovered a lot of secrets. They've done a lot of stuff, and both of them are now in the forest. So it's true uh, with a girl who may or may not be an yeah. ghost. Last, sorry, what were you gonna say, Nigel? No, I was just gonna concur, but she's a solid ghost. Yeah, she is a small ghost. So last week, uh, uh, kitten, uh, Kit Russell uh, rushed into the woods to to find and rescue Audie. Uh, he Damn straight, stumbled upon an adventure. Um, Audie. Oh look, an adventure. Went Audie went on an adventure himself. Uh, <laughs> Discovered a young voice in the woods, uh, took the path less traveled, ended up in a cave, uh, that everybody- was honestly pretty abusive to a ghost. That hey, everybody, man. including you me, thought was- right? That everybody, including me, thought was going to be the obvious trap, uh, in this, uh, this forest. Uh, when in fact, the voice he was hearing from the cave was not some evil monster that was, uh, mimicking the voice of a young no. child, but a young child- uh, who feels like she's only been the fo- in the forest for a few months, but has actually been in the forest for a couple hundred years. Um, her name, much is... like we all feel in 2020. Her name is Delia Spencer. Uh, Audie's pretty sure she's a ghost. Kit is not really sure what to make of her. Um, Kit is under Kit the impression... is reserving judgment. Kit is under the impression that that means that Carly may be alive. Uh, we have yet to see that though. Um, Audie thinks that she's a stupid seven-year-old and that's why she can't read, not because women, <laughs> right. uh, in the 1700s nope. weren't allowed to, uh... Just because second graders are dumb, I think, is really what he was going off yep. of, but... <laughs> I mean, those are both valid points, really. <laughs> um, and you guys just aren't sure how someone this old, uh, looks so young and is still in the forest. Is there anything I missed? I think I covered everything. It's a good skin regimen. Oh, that's how you say um, so cat! Cat was beyond ecstatic, almost yeah, like weird. he had seen mm-hmm. uh, an old friend, yeah, uh, and like just bounded up on her and licked her and made her feel like, yeah. like the most special person that has ever been in Cat's life ever. Yeah, Kit definitely didn't uh, feel a completely unprecedented uh, sense of betrayal and heartbreak <laughs> at that. No, he was completely fine with it. Uh, so, with that, we enter into this next chapter of Peculiar Objects. Chapter 15. The First Child. To say Jonathan Spencer was a prodigy when it came to magic would be a gross understatement. He took to it like a bird takes to flying. So it came as no surprise to him when the children approached him to join their ranks. He thought he was doing his part to make the world a better place. When they were banished from the Northeastern Territories, he was one of the one who discovered the Ley Lines Cluster in the Northwest area. In his mind, this would benefit all of his peers. They would have a place that they could live free and practice without the fear of persecution from those around them. The children in him continued their plan unencumbered for years. He had never had a reason to distrust them. They were his friends, his compatriots, his family. And 
He deferred to their grand scheme whenever he was unsure of what to do. It wasn't until the first child disappeared that he began to question their motives. They denied their involvement when he accused them of malfeasance. But he knew the truth. He spent the next few months trying to reveal their plot. The children, unhappy at his intrusion, turned on him. They spread rumors of his involvement. They labeled Spencer a madman, experimenting with dark magic that he was not capable of understanding. Even Marshal Redwood and Sheriff Odwards, his closest friends, suspected something off with him. He knew it was only a matter of time before they silenced him for good. It was when he woke up to find his youngest daughter, Delia, missing that he knew his time was limited. He needed to stop them before they silenced him forever. He broke into the headquarters and stole the teachings. He decided he would destroy the book for good before any more damage could be done. They were waiting for him when he arrived at his house. The sight was horrible. His family had been killed and dismembered and arranged in a pentagram shape on his floor. He couldn't even process the information he had seen before he was killed, too. The children were thorough and made sure to make it look like he had been responsible for this atrocity. With the death of Spencer's family line, the children realized that any magic user would be a constant threat to their plans. So, they convinced the town to hide their magical roots. The children were now free to move in the shadows, their plans unencumbered. Little did they know that one member of the Spencer family had survived. So, um, you guys had a great reunion. Cat's uh, super happy about uh, seeing Delia Spencer. Uh, do you remember the last thing we left off on uh, after this little reunion, or did we just kind of leave it we off headed, at the reunion? Yeah, we headed towards the footprints paths. Okay. Yeah, we we took the other the other path. Okay. So you guys, the right hand path. Uh, you guys start heading through uh, the footprints path. Um, as far as you can see, the the, the footprints spread for miles. Um, you're not entirely sure how far they go, how deep into the forest they're going, but they're they're pretty straight. They're not kind of diverging or anything like that. Okay. Forward we go. Forward we go. Um, as we walk. Uh, I take up my notebook and I ask wee little girl, uh, just about as much as she can remember about her time here, if she's encountered anything in these woods, how she's managed to survive, just gather as, as much information as we can. And not like, not like push it to the uh, point where she gets upset. So what obviously. I want you to do, Casey, is, is ask these, like, she's a seven year old, you can't just kind of bombard her with a lot of information. So I want you to physically ask specific questions that you want to know of her and make sure you phrase right. them in a way that doesn't, uh, startle or scare a seven year old child. Well, little Miss Delia, may I just say, I am very impressed. Uh, I know that if I had been out here in the woods all by my lonesome, I would have uh, been terribly scared and had a terribly hard time looking after myself. How did you do it? How did you uh, take care of yourself all this time you were out here? It was very, very scary. I, 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 I don't remember coming to the woods. I don't know how I got here. 
I spent a long time, the first few days, just trying to find my way back out, and I couldn't do it. Um, eventually, I found this this cave, um, and I just stayed there. I I and I kept on calling out. Hopefully, someone would show up. No one ever did. Well, what did you eat? She she gets uncomfortable with that question. She doesn't want to answer. Well, fair enough. I'm sorry. Well, uh, have you ever met anyone or anything? have you seen any animals or uh, any other people here in these woods? She, she, you get the sense that she's kind of more comfortable with Audie. Uh, Audie, is she still holding your hand? Yeah, kind of gross, okay. but fine. Um, she. She kind of tugs your hand to kind of like lean your head down so she can whisper something into your ear. Uh, she what? doesn't really want to tell uh, uh, what she <gasps> said, but she whispers in your ear, the trees are alive. <laughs> That's terrifying. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, okay. So I experienced that a bit. She, the trees aren't like, I, okay, sorry. I'm. A bit flustered. So, she's saying the trees are alive, which sounds very ominous. And they kind of are, because, like, I tried climbing one, and it stabbed me with its little stingers. Or it tried to until I kicked it. What? Yeah, I know. That's why I'm not climbing on trees right now, Kit. So, like, that's something to be aware of. Sorry. It, it, a lot of a lot has happened. No, there's a lot going on. It's fair. No, no, no sweat. Okay, so the trees, the trees are alive. Uh... Note noted, um, but Miss Delia, have you have you seen anything like any any people or animals walking through the woods? Just the trees? Uh, she shakes her head. No. Okay. Well, fair enough. Hey, are you warm enough? She she nods her head that she's fine. She says, "Hey, I'm doing okay." I haven't too. been out here. I haven't been out here very long. It's only been a few. What do we say? Fortnights? Is that what we said? Like two weeks. Yeah. We did like two fortnights. It's, like, it's only it's like, been a one month. It's, it's been... <laughs> no, the moons. We were doing the, the moons. Oh, yeah. That's right, it's moons. Only been, it's only yeah. been two moon cycles, which is around two months. Um, Jesus. It's only been around two months. All right. Fair enough. Are you guys going to mention uh, that she's... Like, like, how long she's actually been here? Are you going to kind of leave it? No, there is no point in doing that right now. That's just going to upset her. Yeah, no. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) What what year a lady's from is her own goddamn business, (laughs) Tony? Come on. Delia, you... Keep your hands off our chronology. thank you. Have some respect. Delia. Keep your chronology off her biology. There you go. Gosh. Nope, I'm going to get into a rant. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) So... That no, I think I asked this before. I think we tried to establish that uh, Kit and Adi had worked out um, Morse code, but get yeah, but Adi was a, a little shaky on it, so never mind. I want to know if her hand feels like living human warm to Adi, but there's really no way to ask. Well, that I mean, I without... I said something about that last episode. I just don't yeah. remember off the top of my head. Uh, I was surprised I, that I, I, I and like I said in and and no. Like, like, what's the word? You're kind of vague like, on the details? Uncertain. There's no vagueness about it. She feels and looks and acts and is 
I'll, I can say this to you guys, like, yeah, yeah. she is an actual physical human being. She Just is a wee not okay. a ghost. You guys, is not granted, a you're a you're a a 14 year old conspiracy theorist and a 10 year old uh, who definitely believes in the supernatural. So oh, yeah. right. you guys, it would not it would not be out of place for you guys to assume, even though Adi's like has said she feels like a human, she acts like a human, that she is probably a ghost. She's probably a duck. If she feels like a human and looks like a human, probably a duck. You know, like that old adage. Right. If it looks like a duck and talks like a duck and walks like a duck, you're still an asshole for assuming it's a yeah. duck because your assumptions are based on racist programming yeah. you inherited from your parents and never questioned. Don't you judge from appearances and behavior? Ask. Um, okay. Celia, have you heard any like running water or anything like that? She kind of closes her eyes and she kind of concentrates hard. She's like, I think, I think I did hear something. And she kind of points to like to the left of you guys. Um, I was I was always too scared to go through to go through the woods. I, the trees are alive, and they've attacked me before. Oh, sure. um, so I, I've never actually checked it out. Okay, how did you get away when they attacked you? Uh. She ran, like, I ran, um, they didn't actually, like, they weren't able to physically restrain her, they didn't... Oh, they didn't, like, apprehend her, okay, no. okay, cool, yeah. cool. Um, unlike Adi, who just decided to climb one. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> there are a few things in life one can trust, and one likes to think that trees are on that list, yeah. but, I mean, here we are. God forbid a ten-year-old does a ten-year-old thing. Sorry, I, 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 I was just thinking, like, um... <sighs> When you get lost in the forest, you gotta find running water, and you you head downstream. And the bigger the water gets, the more people are gonna be by it. You know, like a creek to a river to a lake. That's all my logic is. No, that's good thinking, deputy. That's solid woodsmanship. Speaking of, uh, Thony, what kind of stars can I see? There's nothing. It's it's like it's like a canopy forest. That's horrifying yep um like if you guys remember like we we talked about that it's a thick thick like cluster of trees in this area um right um, oh okay so it's not that there are no stars it's that i can't see the sky yeah you can climb a tree and see if you can get up high enough to see the sky i was gonna say you came in with a kit though didn't you because i think i remember screaming to, to you to like bring a compass or something like that yeah, uh, I would have a compass on my person. Um, and if it, you know, if we get to the point where we where we need a compass, uh, I think I think if you want to pull out a compass I, right now uh, and check it, you could. I don't think it's a good idea uh, because either it'll be working or it won't. And if it doesn't work, I don't want it to freak little girl out. Sure. <laughs> Not that she'd really probably know what a compass was to see no, it. But she would still. like it would be. She's already a little freaked out by you, Casey. Exactly. Yeah, we're we're trying to trying to keep it as gen. Uh, you know what? I I kind of bring Cat over between us, and I I picture that Adi's on one side of her, and I'm on the other. Smart. But I I bring Cat in between her and I, and let her uh, hold on to his his bandana collar like he's like him a guide dog. 
Oh, she's already been doing that. You didn't okay, let Cat cool. do oh, okay, it. Okay, cool. Well, fuck me then. <laughs> but all right. <laughs> Forget me trying to like control the child. Guess I'll just take my heartwarming gesture of goodwill and uh, putting aside the grudge of my first <laughs> boy-dog heartbreak and just go fuck myself immediately. <laughs> Post-haste. So. Because remember, I, I mentioned last week that um, the relationship right. between them is almost like Maggie and... and uh, yeah. What the fuck is... Mouse. Mouse. Thank you. Mouse. Uh... Yeah, you're welcome. And so the second, the second, the second, uh, cat saw that she was there, he did not leave her side. Cool. Guess I'll just, uh, walk along unhounded then. Uh, alright, we, we progress. Yes. What, uh, did you leave your bike, uh, outside of the forest? Like, did you, yeah, you must have. Because you stopped, you. I don't. You ate I don't know which of us you're asking, but I feel like either way the answer is yes. Well, Audie left my bike at home uh, in the middle of the night to go to the forest. He didn't take a bike there. With a right. pocket full um, of quarters, you might. Evil can evil PJ. He might have carried his bike. Yeah, he has pocket a, full has of quarters and a song in his heart. Um, yeah, best okay. and a careless lyric. whisper between his lips. <laughs> Someone get me a saxophone, cat. Okay, you guys. Uh, you guys continue through the forest. Um, what you've noticed, though, as you've continued down into it, is the path hasn't diverged. The, the footprints of the girl have not diverged. But the vines and the moss and everything that's kind of in the forest are... They don't feel alive like the trees feel alive, but like it almost looks like kind of overgrown. Like mm-hmm. it's getting harder to navigate and and track through mm-hmm. um, the forest based on the footprints alone. Phony. Yes. Um, I'm embarrassed I didn't think of this earlier, but I think it's a reasonable thing for me to have thought of at the time. So I'd like this, but if not, I get it. Um. Could Kit have brought along a a machete? Uh, you don't have a you do not have a machete. Um, you did not bring a machete. You brought you have a gun. You did bring a gun. I forced I you to bring a gun. Uh, and you, you have a shoot the hell out buck of these knife. You have a buck knife. You have a a thick oh, okay. knife that is not a machete, yeah. but is still like like with Stabby enough hacking thick. And, and chopping, you can you can kind of get. Okay, I was gonna try to try to force in a hatchet, but yeah. Well, yeah. Then I use my I use my woodsman's knife, which looks old, looks very old, surprisingly old. Uh, I use that. Who gave you the knife? Uh, the marshal, naturally. Okay. Uh, I use that to uh, sort of blaze a trail ahead okay. of us. Yeah, I need you to roll a strength check for me, please. Mana. Is that brawn? I should reckon. Yeah. Cool. What's your brawn at? Um, can I? I'm What's sorry. What's your brawn at? Uh, my brawn is a six. Can I get a bonus, uh, for my prepared trait no. by which virtue no, I had? But <laughs> you, Casey, were not prepared for this. <sighs> so this is. I'm letting All you right. have this knife. That's that's how kind of that's you? your prepared bonus. 
I could just say right. you didn't tell me you brought a knife and you can't bring I a knife. I know. I know, Phony. I just, look, our TV Tropes page <laughs> has the vitriolic best buds thing up there now, so we gotta, we gotta keep it up. They're gonna say, where's the, where's the tension between Casey and Phony gone? Where's the spark that kept this, this GM player relationship interesting? They've gone all Niles and, 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 and Daphne after a couple seasons. That's, anyway, okay, so. Does that mean we're eventually gonna get married? No, I mean like after the marriage. This is a pina colada song. That's not true. I think Niles and Daphne stay a really interesting couple for the whole run of the show but that was the joke i was going for and i'm glad we explained why it didn't work so what am i rolling thony i've got my six what am i aiming for literally i have literally never seen fraser in a day in my life so all i know is that at one point like niles and daphne weren't married and then they got married right but i don't know anything about no one knows how so so ultimately casey you explaining the joke was your fault (laughs) not mine right yep this is all my own doing this is my own shit bucket into which i've fallen (laughs) speaking of which pina coladas is not a jimmy buffett buffett song i I just want to jimmy buffett song i know i just want to like for for any any of the patreon listeners just really want to point out i like pina coladas that is not a Jimmy Buffett song. Don't ever also mistake it for it. Isn't? It's about Who a couple it, trying to cheat on them, each other, and they cheat yeah. on each other with each other. Yeah, like you know, that relationship is not going to last. What? Well, no, I I heard a really sweet interpretation that that's just like a game they play. Like they're they're a couple who like goes to a bar and pretend they don't know each oh, other and just like a fun sort of role play thing. Yeah, and I think that's very sweet, and it reduces the amount of infidelity in pop music, in which I am in favor. Okay. You're in favor I like that. of That's infidelity in pop music, Casey? I had no, no idea. I'm, I'm in favor of reducing the infidelity. Okay, so wait, so who did Pina Colada then if it wasn't Jimmy no Buffett? Idea. Jimmy Buffett did... Yeah, okay, but he did Margaritaville, same. which is a genuinely great song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What up, Mr. Retort? What am I rolling on my six, <laughs> Tony? Oh, you're, you're, your broad is only six? Uh, yes, I'm a I'm a lean I'm a lean live teenage boy. I've got a runner's frame. I got a I got a real good fast. Three. Okay, I don't have any crunchy points. I don't think nothing from Crunchum Hall. Gah! four. All right. Um, Casey, something odd happens when you try to cut through the vines. Um, it's pronounced oddy, but all right. Thank you. Yeah, I am a person. You're both fired. Fuck you guys. <laughs> yes! And the unemployment rate on this podcast goes up 66%. So. Uh, you it's Rupert, Rupert you Holmes, through, by the way. Like, like you've, you've cut through... You've cut through plenty of, like, vines and, like, tree branches with this knife before. Sure. You've cut I grew up in the this, Amazon. Yeah, yeah. Part of my backstory. Sure. Why not? <laughs> Casey already has decided that, that Kit lives in a very, very non-existent place in the United States, especially for the time period that this game is set. So why not have him also grow up in the, uh, in the fucking, no, the fucking Amazon? He didn't. I was gonna say. No, he didn't grow up in the Amazon. Kit Russell, the son of Wonder Woman. He grew up in a place called the Territories, which in the United States yeah. in the 1980s, there's no such thing as that. Well, I mean, there was there was Guam and Puerto Rico, <laughs> their territories. But not the territories. 
in the continent. I don't know. I mean, they're the two territories that were there. Okay, Casey, you grew up in Guam. That's 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 (laughs) no canon. You grew up in Guam. Yep. Yep. Kit Russell is is Guamanian. Yes. That accent makes so much more sense. So what happens when I try to cut through these 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 good good viney boys? Uh, they kind of recoil. What happens when I cut through this tragically short lived social media platform? Uh, you know what? Fuck you guys. <laughs> what? I thought that was a good one. <laughs> Phony. <laughs> this joke doesn't work that in an audio medium. It's not for the listeners. It's for you guys. <laughs> it's just a little something for uh, us. <laughs> we give so much. Egregious. That is the most egregious. <laughs> Sin you have ever committed on this podcast. Really? <laughs> Even when I said I tried to keep Adi's magical wood away from the Irish. <laughs> okay, so what happens when I when I when I when I make with the with the chopperation? I, I told you you didn't listen to it. Something I'm happened. Sorry, but Casey wasn't paying attention because he was too big busy making jokes. <laughs> okay, so take two, Phony. Okay, so what happens when I try to chomp through these vines here with my big old my big old stabber? So you you use the knife, and something odd happens yeah. when you do it. Uh, mm-hmm. You've like cut knife plenty style. of wood before, and like like when you look down at it, like it doesn't look alive. It does not look like. Uh, like an alive tree, like like Audi was describing, it looks like plant. It looks matter. like dry pasta. <laughs> you cut into the vine, and it kind of recoils and slithers away. From you. Bah! <laughs> what color? What color? Oh, lords of light, uh, purplish. Whew. They're all purplish. Everything in this forest is fucking purplish. So it's just like. Demon dogs. Um. Huh. Well, that's a hell of a thing. I assume they both saw that. Yeah, they got. They saw that. All right. Um. Okay. Well. Uh. No, this is gonna be interesting. Uh. Delia is looking at that knife rather strangely. All right. Well, I'm kind of focused on the vine that just slithered away, so I guess I don't notice. <laughs> Do you not notice? All right, I notice. You cannot notice, but like you don't I'm not want to notice, Casey. This is up to you. Well, no, I'm sorry. I thought you were gonna go somewhere with it. I, I, I notice, but I'm not. I'm definitely. She's staring at the the, the knife with a kind of frown okay. on her face. She's not saying anything, but she's definitely. Right. I just like... wasn't gonna be like, "Why are you looking at my knife, kid?" <laughs> um, I say, um, I, I, I look, I look, and I say, "Was everything all right, Miss Delia?" I mean, aside the weird vine that just slithered away for for a given value is everything all right where'd you get that knife from oh i got this knife from uh from my mentor the marshal marshal redwood you know marshal redwood no uh his his name was uh marshal west he had been the uh marshal roundabout where i was from um about as long as I could remember. She, she points it. That's his knife. I don't know about uh, Marshall really? West, but that's that's Marshall Redwood's knife. Yeah. I I look at it and um and sure enough, carving into the handle like 
what looks what looks just like 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 grip carving uh, in it there. Says, on it the- says the word Redwood on it, which you have always assumed is. Uh, like a brand name or just like a maker's wood. mark. I was gonna say wood with the red faded <laughs> out, and you're like, well, it's, no, it's, no, oh, it's just handle. redwood. It's a redwood. It's a redwood handle. Of course, they're like, <laughs> oh well, shit. <laughs> oh well, that adds up. Uh, um, uh, okay. Well, I yeah, then I guess this probably was his his uh, his knife. Well, that's weird, uh, especially because uh, I did not know him anywhere near these parts. Um, you, huh. you, 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 okay. So Casey, you're, you're not under the assumption that Marshall Redwood actually gave you the knife. Kit isn't like Kit hasn't made that connection. The connection Kit has made is somehow Marshall West got a hold of, of Marshall Came into Redwood's possession knife. of this knife. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, I guess, uh, Marshall West must have gotten it. No, wait, Marshall Nevada. <laughs> no. Um, I guess Marshall West He's from Earth. must have gotten... He is from Earth. It's, I guess it's, Marshall it's West... Marshall Nevada. It is Marshall Nevada now. Well, Marshall Nevada uh, gave this to me, so I assume he must have gotten it either from your Marshall Redwood or from the Marshall before him. I'm not quite sure how that works. Uh, okay, so, little girl... um. Something I think we've been trying not to bring up because it's confusing to us, and we thought it might be confusing to you. What year do you think it is? Uh, what year did I say it was? 18 XDX. No. You said 17. No, first off, uh, like, we are not using XD anything in this fucking podcast. Why? Uh, Why? With such vitriol. It is. Like, I... Um, no, what year was the the massacre... Of Spencer's Folly. What year was Spencer's Folly founded? I don't remember. I genuinely don't remember. 1700 and something. I think I said the early 1700s. Sure. Like it's, it's right. pre, pre, no, it's pre revolutionary war. Uh, right. Uh, oh, I thought we did pre? I thought we did post. Was it post revolutionary war? I don't remember. Uh, I don't either. I don't have my notes. You guys didn't write it down in your notes. I'm looking. I did, but not these notes. Nigel's looking. Doesn't mean I'll find it. Nigel's. Nigel's. Uh, Nigel's the, the chronicler. Hold on. 17. 1710. SF. 1710. Yeah, Spencer's Folly was founded in 1710. Uh, okay. Something, the registration goes back to 1690. Uh, 17. If, if Spencer's Folly was founded in 1709. 1710. Uh, Delio Spencer would think it is 1710 then. Because remember, Spencer's Folly was founded right after the massacre at the the, the Spencer. Correct. Correct. Okay. Uh, She says 1710. Okay. Well, um,. For reasons I don't fully understand, uh, we have a different idea about that, and I'm not saying that yours is wrong. I'm not contradicting you. I'm just saying uh, that this knife, to my understanding, is very, very old and has come down a long line of marshals uh, and so descended to me. But if you knew 
this Marshal Redwood, to whom it belonged, as I see uh, evinced by his name emblazoned here on the handle and or blade, because I can't remember what we said, uh, then that at least serves as a link between you and I. So we're not strangers anymore. We're friends of friends. She's like, Marshal Redwood made that knife himself. Oh, that's amazing. That guy sounds awesome. <laughs> oh my god. I would really like to know Marshall Redwood, please, Miss Delia. Do you think you could possibly introduce me? Uh, she's like, I, I've been stuck in the forest. I, I uh, that's a point. Okay. <laughs> let's, god damn it. Let's see about securing our egress from this, <laughs> from this Final Fantasy IX style haunted Audie forest. He's very annoyed. He pulls out his quarters and he goes, look, I got this from Jeff, the duct tape. At a video store. We all have things. There's still a missing child that we need to find. And we somehow came across you, Delia. So, like, would you be a sport and help? Let's go find this other kid. So the buck knife didn't freak her out. But the fact that you have quarters, duct tape, and mentioned a video store are all things that just kind of blew her mind. She's never heard of any of that stuff. She has no idea what you're talking about. I don't care. She's a stupid second grader. I'm not I'm not shocked that she doesn't know things. You yelling at her is she she let goes of her hand. I'm not yelling at her. I'm yelling at Kit, but she just so happens to be regardless, she she's hiding behind she's hiding behind (laughs) Kat now. Great. Fine. Can we move forward? There are trees that Seemed like they could eat us or something. We just watched a vine get cut and run away. So, like, yeah, that's a for point. God's sake. Okay. Yeah, but that's kind Tensions of odd, Audie. Like, like you're. I don't think you're fully grasping how weird what you just saw was. I got stabbed by one of these things earlier. I'm pretty graspy about it. All right, my leg hurts a little. Um, that's fair. That's fair. She she so Delia is a little freaked out by you. Now, Audie, uh, Good, she's, fine. she's staying next to Cat, but she's kind of now leaning, like, she's closer to Kit than she was before. Good, it's more well, of a I don't want to make her feel like I am. trapped or anything. Okay, alright, uh, Adi? Yeah? Um, I understand that tensions are high. Uh, I don't believe that you meant to upset Ms. Delia. Um, because I know that you are a good-hearted deputy and would never be anything but kind and gentle to a member of the citizenry, especially one who was in obvious distress and lost in the friggin' woods. So, uh, what say? As are both of us. Yeah, you're not wrong. So let's see what we can do about rectifying that situation and secure our egress from this spooky-ass timber. Okay, fine. Uh, Speaking of which, oh no, it looks like we've come upon a pot point. (laughs) There's a plot point that you guys are just completely ignoring right now. But, <laughs> Fucking uh, okay. okay. Uh, Wait a minute. Wait a minute. About... Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I thought of it. Miss Dahlia, uh, may I ask you a question? Yes. You seem to know my dog, or my dog rather seems to know you. Is he a hound familiar to you? She she looks at she looks at Kat and she's like, like there weren't very many dogs in our town. He doesn't look like any sure. of the ones I've played with. There's something about his face that looks really familiar to me, but I'm not entirely sure why. Mm. Also, that's not the plot point you're ignoring. But uh, God damn it, Casey! Don't worry, I'll I'll address it once you guys start doing stuff again. Yeah, once it starts eating my face, sure. 
Okay. Um, we're not ignoring it, Phony. We haven't thought of it. There's a difference. <laughs> we're stupid. We're not willfully difficult. Uh, this is um, actually a little willfully difficult right now. You just unintentionally, unintentionally willfully difficult in this situation. No, it can't be unintentional and willful! <laughs> God! It's like Christian school all over again. <laughs> um, okay. Uh... So Casey, Nigel, can you think of Casey? Um, you've you've yes, cleared sir. away a few of the vines, but the right. the forest is still like 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 that specific spot that you cut stuff down. They moved away and they're not coming back, but there's cool. still like tons of, of of forestry in front of you that is is oh, still yeah. entangled. Oh, I'm sorry, I still yeah yeah. I, I presumed it was like forward motion was being no, like no, sustained. There's yeah, still, there's still For, okay. stuff that needs to happen about this. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. That was I wasn't Don't being we, difficult no, there. Not, I promise. None of you guys okay. are being difficult. None of this is is. I'm not complaining. I'm just pointing okay, cool. you guys in the direction now. This is good pod. All right. <laughs> then I make with the hackety wackety sis boom backety slicing and okay. dicing Casey, through I want it you like to a vacuum. Roll, uh, another another. Ron, check for me. You know what, Mana? What do I need to roll? A six. Uh, what the fuck? Okay, I dropped my die. That was not a roll. I dropped it in picking it up. Oh, man, that's a five, okay. but at least cool. I get a crunchy token. So, Casey. Yes, sir? You, you try to whack at the at the vine. It's like and, whacking and, like, day. Come you, early. You kind of miss it. But, but... Even the the motion of, of like kind of slicing the vine, even though it didn't actually touch any of the, the vines, they crawl away. No. Looks like this foliage has learned some respect. Yeah, it looks like they don't really like your knife. Um, That's weird. Yeah, they do not she's hmm. uh Delia 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 looks at it and says pointedly, matter of factly, it's magic, you know. Oh great! Okay, well that alright. <laughs> Sure, why wouldn't it be in a game in which I have actively sought magical protections and artifacts only to be told resolutely that they were not available to me? Sure, why wouldn't I have made that intuitive leap? Because it is not a... It's not a magical item that's going to give you a plus or minus in any kind of sense. Right. It's blessed. No, I totally get it. This is a a plot point magic item, uh, and it's a plot point magic item for a reason. Fair enough. Uh, so I have still got my walking stick because I said pointedly that I brought it with me. Um, I would like to use some twine or some raw hide or similar, uh, to bind the knife to my walking stick, uh, for to make like a little spear type guy. You guys are not gonna question why she said it's magic. No, I'm going to. I just wanted to make sure I did that first. Okay. Uh, okay, because distance is important. Yeah, I guess. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, as he's, um, sorry, I, I get what he's trying to do. Um, I, I hand him one of my quarter, because I, I have three. I hand him one of my rolls of quarters so he can use the duct tape. Oh my god, Adi, you are just the best. You're like you're my utility deputy. Thank you. Is what you make are. Sure I, and look, make sure I get those quarters back. You're absolutely going to get those quarters back. And Adi, I just want to say, I know 
things are weird and stressful right now, and I'm very sorry if I was short with you earlier. I appreciate you. You are doing good work, and I could not have gotten anywhere. We would not be in as good a situation as we are without you well, right I, now. I, I, I appreciate you, know you appreciating me, and I appreciate that you're appreciating me, and we're appreciated. What? Wholesome masculinity. Yeah. Um, hey, what's up with your magic talk there, Delilia? Yes, uh, Miss, Miss Delia, um, would you please elaborate re-magic knife? And as, as she's doing so, I'm beginning to, like, just poke and prod our way, our way through, through the timber, just, like, repelling, like, I've got, you know, like, a, the thing. She looks at you confused, she's like, you guys are from Spencer's, I guess she wouldn't know, she says, you guys are from this area, right? Yeah-ish. Audie, you've lived there your entire life, right? Sure. I'm from of Guam originally. Sorry, I got distracted by writing something on my cast. Well, what did you write on your cast? What? what did you write on his cast? Um, nothing. It's a secret. <laughs> Can't look at Audie's <laughs> cast and see what he wrote. What do I have to? What do I have to roll to look but be cool about it? Is it brains, probably? Uh, no, it's, it would be grit, I guess. But charm. Why would it be he's grit? A, he's a ten-year-old. Like he wrote on his cast. His countess is out of the open. Just look at his cast and tell me what it says. I'll show you. <clears throat> Kid looks at Audie's cast. Whoa! No! What does that say? Uh, listeners, for your benefit, wow. uh, Nigel is fuck. is is showing me a little. A little picture of a wee, like, Pac-Man ghost. <laughs> um, and it has Delia Spencer written on, and does not appear wow. to be super happy about Audie, being a ghost. Uh, Audie's, Audie's kind of a shitbag. I'm not gonna... Yeah, Audie's... Audie's gotten... He's he's at that point in his boyhood where he still thinks being a boy is, like, elementally aligned against girls. And, uh... Man, he is no, not he being cool he, right like, now. Like he, he like enjoyed working. I don't know what happened with him in the last three days. Like he enjoyed working with Carly. Like that's true. Yeah, a person girls, from my timeline. Okay. Look, I don't know anybody on this side of the woods except for getting stabbed. I'm covered in moss, and there's a ghost girl from a cave that's giving us weird information. <laughs> all of a sudden, all for all I know, this is the person Fair. that's eating kids. Okay, so if I call her a ghost Fair. and I'm keeping my guard up, then I'm going to call her a ghost and keep my guard up, and I'm going to have a visual aid to help me with that. Thank you very much. <laughs> a nifty reminder. Yeah. You look over. Oh, it's ghost o'clock. Better remember. I think that girl is a ghost. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's right on like a fucking watch. I love it. Right. Oh, look at my wrist. You're a ghost. <laughs> Nigel, this isn't this isn't a specific roll, but I I want to I need you to roll to see how badly you just fuck things up for everybody. Um, give me Why? a d10. God damn it. Roll me a d10. Uh, for brains. I want a five. It's not a brains. It's a oh, wait. No, no. Sorry, my d10s a brawn. But go ahead. Uh, it's a five. It's just you're rolling a d10 for the sake uh, of it. I need okay. you to roll a five, buddy. Buddy. What I rolled roll? a one. Okay. Um, <laughs> as as you Take your are screaming point, and Archie. yelling about uh, Delia Spencer being a ghost, I, as what? as you oh, are okay. distracted, as Kit is distracted by Audie yelling and screaming about Delia being a ghost, Delia freaked out when you say that she's no. eating people and is a ghost. Runs. Uh, 
left into the woods. Damn it. I was doing that for the benefit of you guys, but I didn't think that we were still playing, but fine. (laughs) (laughs) What do you mean you didn't think we were still playing? I don't know. I was just fucking around, and I was like, oh yeah, scared ghost child who might be freaked out. Welcome to my life, Nigel. Yeah. Sorry that like Welcome to my interactions with Phony. Sorry that like I'm I'm interacting with a history book and I have to consider her feelings. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I would like to make a flight roll for fastness to um to like like just just like swoop over and, and scoop Lil Miss Delia up and I wanna be very clear no. about this. Not in no? You can. It's not a scoop her up. You are sufficiently distracted by what Adi was doing because he rolled a one that Frig. you can't just grab her. You can try to run into the woods and catch up to her before she goes very far. But at this point, she has booked it into the woods. Damn it. So What's I still Kat roll doing? a flight roll. Yeah, then I do that. Is Cat following suit or I hanging toss... with me? No, she, she let go. She's let go of Cat. Actually, yeah. What's Cat yeah, doing? Uh, she's let go of Cat. Mm-hmm. She's taken off into the woods. Cat has taken off and into the Kat. woods following her. God damn it. My dog pity! <laughs> Alright, then I, I look at Adi and I give him what is probably the single most exasperated look he has ever seen from Kit. Like, this is, this is probably the roughest moment in their friendship. Um, and even then, not super rough. It's fine. <laughs> but like, and, and Kit just like, uh, Adi, kinda, Adi, like, you get the sense that Kit is not mad at you. But extremely disappointed. <laughs> yep. Wow. Yes. And I, I just kind of toss the the spear to him, to him, not at him. You know, like a like here, have this. Mm-hmm. And I and I I woof over into the woods quickly, trying to find her. And I will roll you uh, my flight, which is a twelve. Okay. So give me. Uh, we'll say a five again. All right. I've been playing D and D for um I think like a decade. This is the first time I've ever had to roll a twelve. I think twelve is usually a uh fuck an attack. Well, it's a yeah, it's usually like a two handed battle axe well, and barbarian hit dice. But uh nope, that's a three, and spending my crunchy token would not help. So I think I will just take another crunchy token, if it please the jury. Okay, um, so. Uh, you. What is a negative two? Hold on. <sighs> Twice as much as a negative one. Yeah, but I mean, it's something like it's specific. Yeah, I know. I was. I think a negative one and a negative two are the same thing. Uh, you barely. Fail. I mean, I know mathematicians who would disagree, but all right. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. I do. You know what I mean. Okay. Uh. Yeah, negative Nigel's. one to a negative four. Uh, the character fails, but not too badly. There might be some very minor short-term consequences, but these won't shift the story for more than a minute or two. Uh, the character has cool. tried okay. and almost succeeded. Okay? So Delia no has taken right. off into the woods. Casey? And Nigel, I just I just wanted to be super clear. Strong character choice. Good work. Nobody's mad at you. No, it's fine. Yeah, I was just... Cool. I'm distracted by my notes and what's happening and what I want to happen, and like that's very totally get it mentality. Even though it really is well done, you're inhabiting the character. (laughs) I mean, is there okay? So, so like, 
before we continue on, Nigel, is there anything that you're wanting to happen that I have not been able to provide you? No, no, no. It's not like reason it's... to do that. No, you guys are doing great. It's more in the matter of me wanting to find Carly and go ahead. Right. So, and just this ghost girl's talking about, hey, that's my, my, the Marshall's knife, not the, your Marshall's. And I'm just like sick of this dumb second grader. So. (laughs) Yeah. The grade prejudice is real. Hi, man. She just barely got done with like finger painting and eating paste for all I know. So they probably didn't even have that back then. So. I don't she didn't know. even get a good grade in eating paste. She got done, like, churning butter or something. I don't know. <laughs> with a stick and a ball. Not being, like, educated. I'm more mad about her situation than her now. Damn it. Catching cholera. <laughs> you know how the girls used to do. Okay. Yeah, you know. <laughs> the, the, the craze that's sweeping the youth. <laughs> like a plague. Oh, I wonder how that is. Okay. Timely! So... Uh. <laughs> Sorry. For God's sakes, please. Please find this girl. So. <laughs> um. Kit, you. Uh, did you give. You gave Audie your. The your spear. Knife, right? The spear. Yeah, I tossed okay. it to him. My glaive. Okay. Yeah. So. Just um, because I knew I wasn't going to be able to take it I, in and there. And Audie is, is slowly following behind. I'm not just going to stand out there like a okay. chump. Casey, you run uh, through no, the forest. No, I stand around. And I say, "Stay there, deputy." She's she's very small. It doesn't take her very. She doesn't go very far. It takes you around okay, cool. forty five seconds to find her. Okay. The second you I was find say, my legs are taller than yeah. she is. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you find her. You're like, "Oh, there you are, Delia." Right as you find her, a tentacle wraps around. Shut up! Oh, don't care for that even a little bit. Um. And uh, have, I guess you have your gun. So I do have my gun. I I also think because like a buck knife is a knife that serves a very specific purpose, and like you wouldn't if you carried a buck knife, you wouldn't use it to open your mail and shit. So I feel like it's reasonable to also assume that Kit just has like a regular human pocket knife right. as it's well. At a weird angle uh, though, like it's 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 okay. grabbed you from the back of your foot. So imagine like your okay. foot's here, the the tentacle. Where's my? There it is. Your foot's here, here. There we go. Uh-huh. Your foot's here. Uh, front of your body is here. Yep. The tentacle's like stretched out behind it. So it's kind Those of are trying hard. to yoink my foot and, back. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's trying to grab you and pull you back. Is it over? Uh, so right now, itself? right now, uh, there are two things I need you to roll. Uh, first okay. one is a strength check. Is that brawn? Yes. Or, or grit for holding on. No, it's a strength check. This is, this is. Fair enough. You're going to roll a grit check next. Uh, but right now, okay. this to is. To avoid not getting dragged off. Yeah, just, yeah. You need to, it's strength versus strength. You need to make sure that you're not getting yanked and fought. Cool. To be fallen down. Man versus vine. A tale as old as time. What do I need to, sorry, what's the number to hit? Um, what is your brawn? Uh, I get a plus one on my brawn, and I rolled a five, so I got a composite six. Which means, doesn't it, that I get to roll again? No, you're not. That does that roll does not count, because I did not give you what you needed to roll. That's fair. We did do that earlier, when you accidentally dropped the well, dice. Oh, oh okay. Remember, That's we've fair. T- we've well, I guess I'll roll this, my... We've talked about this before. You need to wait till I give you a... That's why I asked, what, is your, you, you, what is your strength check? Because I'm still trying to figure well, out yeah, how you, to calculate this. 
before you roll. Yeah. Sure. You gave me brawn, and I rolled brawn, but okay, right, point but taken. Is, What's the number? This is something we've been talking about in past it, episodes. You're right, you're right. That was a decorum thing on my part. Yeah, I'm sorry. Go uh, on. What's the number? Okay, uh, so you have... Why do you get a plus in brawn? Uh, because I'm a, I'm a I'm a teen, I get a plus one in brawn and a plus one in fight. Just like Audie gets a, a plus one in sure. whatever he does because he's a kid. Okay. Technically, yeah. then, you could have rolled a six for that other... Uh, Ooh, uh, shoot. When you and, five, yeah, it's fine. And the other yeah. thing is, is a composite six is not the same as a natural six. As a it's natural like a six. It's just like a... It's not a, the same as a nat 20. Um, so even though you... 20. Even if you do roll a... A, a six, uh, you, um, that even though you roll a five and it moves it up to a six, that doesn't mean you get to roll again. That just means you have a. That's only on naturals. Okay. So it's got it. Um, yeah, it's going to be a five. Roll a five for me. Um, okay. Let's see here. And that's on my brawn. Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, that's a five. Okay, so um, you you feel that the that the um the vine is trying to yank you back, but it doesn't have the kind of strength to really knock you over. Uh, and I think you were kind I'm of like you felt it wrap around you before, and you kind of stopped before you could even like that forward momentum yeah. would have helped pull you back. Like it angled my okay. weight forward. Yeah, yeah. Uh, now you need to roll a grit. What's your grit? Don't care for that. My grit is a twenty. Uh, you need to give me a thirteen. You know what? I'm gonna let's see. Come on. Oh yeah, that's an eighteen. Okay. Um, you kind of kick your leg. Uh, it's it's not the the like Audie was able to kick his leg off and and remove a um. Well, and you know what it is is it's grabbed. It's it's tried to grab like my lower calf like ankle area, but I'm wearing boots, right. so it tried to get me through like a layer of jeans and a layer of boots, and it just couldn't could not gain purchase. Yeah. Right. Um. So, uh, you you kind of kick it off the the tentacle kind of unfurls. There are <laughs> stop uh, stingers kind of wrapped in a spiral circle up and up and down your uh pant leg. Well, that's upsetting. Holy shit! Is that what happened to Audie? I'm very sorry. I cussed. Mr. Uh, as that happened, uh, no, like, like, like. So this all happened in a second. She's still kind of trying to run. Uh, you've just you've caught up to her now. Miss Delia, hello. Uh, that was very rude of Audie, and I apologize on his behalf. Um, I know I have said it before, but it is true. He is under an enormous strain right now, and uh, I promise he will be nicer if you come back. Um, please let us help you get out of here. It's not safe for any of us right now. What if I eat somebody? You're not going to eat anybody. He's just he talking because he's scared. Haven't you ever met anybody right. like Audie, that? We'll just say any fool as, thing. As... Kid is saying that you've caught up to them. <laughs> Haven't you ever met anybody like that who will just say stuff when they're scared and they don't mean it? They don't mean to be mean. They're just talking to themselves and trying to get control of the situation. It's a perfectly valid way to cope with stress, but it's not 
true. He doesn't think you're going to eat anybody. And you know what? Even if you tried, I think that both of us would say, Hey, Ms. Delia, you don't really seem like the people eating type. Hey, and we would help small. you come. Yeah, you're mad. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I retract it. I'm, yeah, look at I'm you. Kidding. I'm sorry. I retract. Not you've heard, most of, you've heard most of what this has happened. Uh, what Kit was saying. Yeah. Like, are you going to say it was not talking to, shit to Delia? Help your case with her. Me? All right, fine. Look, I, I am is is I'm scared, and I'm sorry. My friend is lost out here. And I feel like you're pulling away from that. And I know you're scared too, but I just... We found you, and we, we, we're, we're safe. And I know that because you're with us, but I don't know if Carly's safe right now. So that's really what's kind of freaking me out. So, Adi... You're not going to blame Miss Delia for not being Miss Carly anymore, are you? No. Okay. Well, that's all right, then. Miss Delia, does that sound agreeable to you? She nods her head yes. She is very, very, very reserved uh, at both of you now, though. I, I, that's reasonable. I extend my hand out. She shakes her head no, and she kind oh, of wraps her hands enough. around Cat. Yeah. Well, you know what, Miss Delia? I know there's only so much talking can do, but I'll tell you this much. Very first time I met Audie, Cat was all over him. Not quite as much as he was all over you, I, I will admit. And you and I are going to have a conversation about that later. But this dog loves that boy. And as Sherlock Holmes once said, a dog can always tell the truth. Unless it's a hound of Baskerville, because that dog is a figment of your imagination. (laughs) Correct. I actually couldn't remember the exact quote. It was something like, dogs are never wrong or some shit. And I remember thinking, as I read that in the story, I was like, okay, that's a really good beat for the story, but that's bullshit. Dogs are idiots. (laughs) But anyway. (laughs) Okay. Um, So. Does that help? Yeah. She's, I mean, she's going to stick with you guys. Um, She's still. Cool. Um. Something interesting, Audie, that you didn't notice as you're running through the forest. Um, you have, like, just by the sheer will of swinging that fucking staff around, mm-hmm. have trailblazed a, a, a very obvious path from where you guys were on, on the road thing to where you guys were in the woods. Good work, deputy. It just comes naturally. I mean, I didn't know this thing had AOE damage. That's fantastic. All right, well, let's, uh... Delia says... Let's forward... Delia says, it's magic, like I said. (laughs) You know what? You're right. I overthought it again. It's magic. There you go. All right, well, let's, uh, forward yar. Okay. Uh, Casey, uh, before all of this got interrupted, you were... You were a little confused and interested in the fact that the... The knife was magic, but she didn't actually. Get that to sounds like me. Her, uh, yet yes, about it. Okay. Now, Ms. Delia, um, a moment ago, you and I were discussion, discussion, uh, discussing yonder, yonder knife, um, 
how is it that you know it to be magic, and can you tell me what you know about what kind of magic it okay. is? I don't know much about magic, so, you so, see. So, uh, the conversation was, uh, she, she said it's magic, you guys like, what do you mean it's magic? And she's like, aren't you guys from this area? And at that point, Audie right. was writing something very, very mean. <laughs> on his uh, ass allegedly uh, it might Julia. be we might find out it's completely true but we'll see what happens it could very well be. i really like the idea though that Adi's cast serves as like a bathroom wall for just talking shit <laughs> but just like only for him it's like, just inside jokes for, Adi. for a good time call the principal's mom am i right <laughs> it's, it's truly the 10 year old equivalent of getting a tattoo because that's yeah. just stuck on his cast now until that cast comes off right my yeah. dad gets his hands on me so, so you ask her so, a question. Uh, she's like, uh, "You guys are from this area, right?" Well, you see, uh, young Adi there is my deputy. Is I am actually a native of Guam because I opened <laughs> my big fat mouth earlier, and so I'm a fairly recent arrival uh, to these parts. And I'm not familiar with uh, the, uh, the 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 supernatural environment, the magical weather, as it were. Uh, she looks at Audie and she's like, you're not magic? <sighs> no, I'm not magic as far as I know. I'm broken. I mean, I believe in magic in a young she, boy's she, heart. She looks but... confused. But everybody in town is magic. Oh. Well, um, we... I'm I'm too young to practice. You know what, Ms. I'm too young to learn about it yet, though. But, but How old are daddy, you when you start? Daddy, that's My daddy fair. says that when I'm old enough, I get to start. I get to start learning and practicing. That's fair. That's reasonable. That sounds like a very sensible thing to do. Um, so, how about this, uh, Ms. Delia? You know, um, it sounds like you want to know more about magic and. It is said uh, by a very wise man, by my my marshal, Marshal Nevada, that uh, one of the best ways to get better at something is by teaching other people. So why don't we just say that Adi and I don't know the first thing about magic? We missed that day in school. And why don't you tell us everything that you know about magic? Oh, it's... I, like I said, I haven't been taught magic yet. Uh, Marshall <laughs> Redwood, right, but... Marshall Redwood made yep. the made the knife himself, and he put he put magic spells on it to protect right. protect himself in that. Um, my daddy used it a lot. Um, he he was part of this this group. They they called themselves uh, the Children of. I I don't remember his name. Right, and they they he they were doing a lot of good. Daddy kept on saying that that everything they were doing was to help help uh, help the world, and he got he got really mad at them though when 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 uh, when my friend Susie disappeared uh, forever ago, uh, and. And he stopped hanging out with them, which was which was kind of weird. And then and then Sheriff Odd Oddwards and and Marshall Redwood stopped hanging around him too, which made me very sad. Um, and uh, and yeah, that's all I remember. Well, that's fair. That was still very informative. I, I still learned a lot, and I thank you for taking the time to explain it to me. 
Well, let's uh, see what we can do about getting out of this forest. And I forward Yar, and I make up a little marching song about, uh, Oh, I love the mojo life. Clearing vines with my mojo sure. knife. Here's, here's, here. Banjo. I hand him the spear. You need your baton. Oh, I do. Thank you. Woo! And I, 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 I forward ho to, for to clear the path. Uh, doing... Naturally, I imagine Cat is sticking close. Cool. So, so we're going to, like, march it like Music Man? Yeah. We're gonna, uh, I think we're going to stop here. We've been doing this for close to an hour. Mm-hmm. Um, we've been online for close to two hours, but we've been recording this episode for close to an hour. Um, Casey, uh, this is not something you yes, need sir. to do right now, uh, but uh, it might behoove you to show uh, Delia the, the book at some point in time. Um, yeah, I probably still have that on my person mm-hmm. because Cat was pulling me in the thing. Yeah, I wouldn't have like left it in the sidecar. Right? Oh yeah, God, right. Show. Oh God, Casey, <laughs> do you think that you might have left the book out of the woods? Nope. <laughs> no, I wouldn't have done that. I would have put it in one of my pockets, one of the pockets of my yeah, utility no, no, You're ciphering as you're going. You didn't seem very sure that you 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 brought the book in with you. No, no. Well, okay, dude. I'll okay. I'll level with you. Casey the human forgot about the book. Kit Russell read the book on the way over yeah. there to the place where the book was about, and then said, "Oh, but don't, I should probably keep remember, this book." Remember, last week I had you roll a very, very high knowledge check, um, right? Because you discovered in the book that there was a method to vanquish and destroy the monster that lived in the woods. You just weren't Correct. sure which of those three pages were there. Brilliant. Okay. Correct. So, All if, right. if Kit, for whatever reason, left the book, then it's basically game over uh, for all of you oh, guys. Did not. We'll start again. We'll roll new characters, set a new new town. Wow. Jesus. All of that. Woof. It's literally why I gave you guys okay. the book. So you have. Well, the then book. I did. I didn't do that. Okay. So you don't have to do it this episode, and we'll bring it up next episode because we're we're running late now. Um, but uh, write in your notes. Write something that you need. Show to Show Delia the book. Show Delia the book, and try to get information about the book that way. Cool. That would not have occurred to me because she just professed to not know much about magic. Right. So she she doesn't. Like, like she's surrounded by magic, but it's like, it's like asking right. a seven-year-old, tell me about algebra. Let's, let's talk about right. algebra. How do you do algebra? Like, well, my, my brother, like, is in high school and does, is, does algebra. I, I, I don't know anything about it. I'm too young to learn about it. Like, uh, okay. So. I'm a wee boogie. Uh, uh, this is actually something I learned in my educational, uh, like learning about the brain thing. Uh, there is a mm-hmm. learning theory uh, by a man named Piaget, uh, and he has what is called the zone of um, truth, knowledge proximity, or zone of pro- oh, it's the zone of proximal development, uh, and that is uh, mm-hmm. for children. There is knowledge that they themselves are not capable of doing, but with the help and the support of someone who is knowledgeable about that, they gain those skills. And that's kind of what's hmm. going on here. She is, she has been surrounded by magicians or magic users 
her entire life. She Magi. knows magic is a thing. She knows that it does stuff, but it's sitting in her zone of proximal development. She does right. not have the abilities to use it or to know about it until she has someone who is knowledge and skilled with it teach mm-hmm. her how to do it. Fair enough. But she knows kind of like general stuff, not in the sense to where like a she can't tell you de- spells. Definition. She can't, but but yeah. but right. you show her that book, she's gonna be like, oh, that's daddy's, that's daddy's book, right? He okay, took that book, like or that's whatever. Cool, you know. cool, cool. Okay, so uh, that's it for this episode, guys. Sorry, it was a long one. I mean, I don't know how long uh, actual editable it'll come out every. Yeah, I think so. Uh, we're gonna get. Uh, we've yeah. been doing this for two hours. Um. Anyways, uh, thank you for tuning into Particular Objects. I am your host, Anthony. Uh, with me was Casey Hills and Nigel Collins. If you liked this hey, podcast, please subscribe to our podcast network. We have a bunch of other podcasts that you can listen to. All of them uh, are just as good and hilarious as this podcast is. Uh, you can listen True. to Dice and Virtue, a D and D five E podcast with Casey, Christina, and Dylan. You can listen to uh, Squirrel Scouts of America, uh, an unbeatable Squirrel Girl uh, read through podcast with uh, Casey. Andrew Orsi and Liz Layton. You can listen to the Final Podblum, a Sherlock Holmes study podcast with Casey and Nick, uh, or you can listen to uh, the Gerald Field Report, a critical media study of Hey Arnold episodes with Casey and I. Um, mm-hmm. You can subscribe. What about Sunday Drinking Buddies? Uh, right now, we haven't recorded anything past the first episode, and I'm really reticent about rec- uh, editing that first episode because, nope. like last week's episode. I uh, sound like I was recorded through a tin can. It's not. I, this isn't going to be last week's episode to the whatever, people listening to this, Tony. Whatever. You're talking about whatever. <laughs> very uh, David Bowie sounding. And then, oh, and then also, like my life is just so packed with stuff yeah, that yeah. it's hard for me to. I was just fun. Also, so nice. if for whatever godless reason you are still listening to this on the Smagic main feed, which I mean, you're certainly welcome to do, but you know what? We have our own RSS feed, so you can go in your podcatcher. You can just go ahead and search peculiar objects. And you'll be able to find it. It's right there. It's way less cluttered. And uh, on a, a side note, um, if for whatever reason you guys are going to go out and eat out at like restaurants and whatnot, for God's sakes, tip high, like thirty percent so minimum. Just because, like, I have friends that are out there that are working and. I'm hearing these really sad stories and like just I, I went on a rant about particular people that would probably do that. And you could listen to that on the Patreon, but Ta-ta. my goodness, like, please, people are putting their lives at risks just to keep things functioning and moving forward. My, and... my little my little sister is a uh, server at California Pizza Kitchen in Santa Clarita. Uh, she's saying they're actually tipping worse. Yeah. Uh, than they had pre-epidemic, which I don't know. It's just that gross. And it's, it's, it's the thing is that the kind of people who have the knowledge and forethought and are respectable enough to give and compassion, compassionate enough to, to, uh, to tip their servers well are the kind of are people the who the fuck are still self quarantining yeah. because <laughs> they, yeah. they know that, that being out is bad. 
a way to think of it that really opened my eyes to the situation. And like, I, uh, I work for an urgent care. I get some information sooner and deeper than a lot of people do. And I, I saw some shapes coming and I was one, I, I was an early adopter of staying the fuck home, uh, even beyond just my normal hermit tendencies. But like, I saw it explained that when people are demanding their haircuts and their manicures and to go out to eat and whatnot, they're not demanding their freedom. What they're really demanding is other people's labor. They're demanding that other people put themselves in danger to serve their needs. Um, and like, maybe that's not the conscious intent, but that is the simple mechanical expression of them insisting that they have the right to those desires being fulfilled. So, like, nobody likes being stuck inside. If you want to go outside and do stuff, nobody's saying that's, you're a bad person for feeling right. that or that it's not an understandable impulse. It is. But just, like, we know it's not the American thing to do, but please, for the love of Christ, just show restraint and think about other people. Yeah. Uh, really, we're pe preaching to the choir. I think anybody that's listening to the show is one of those. Yeah, probably. People. Um, you can follow us but on still. our Twitter feeds. Uh, you can follow us at, at the underscore P-O underscore box. or is Underscore. It yeah. yeah, no, you got uh, it. That at the PO underscore box. Uh, you can find me Take on Twitter at L Chupracabra DLX. Uh, you can find Casey Hills at Hotel Theotokos, and you can follow Nigel Collins at Nigel Collins. Is it eighty seven? I think it's eighty seven. It is, and I've tweeted three it's times 69. now. <laughs> nice, nice. Uh, or the you trifecta. can follow. You can follow it. the network. You're done. <laughs> you can you can follow the network's uh, Twitter feed at semi-automagi. We also have a Discord. Uh, that's the Salah Sahim Senate. Uh, I don't know how you get sure. a part of that, but you can join that there. Uh, is there anything else Ooh. that I'm missing, that I'm Dylan forgetting, that, that I'm whatever? Uh, no. Be good to yourselves. Be good to each yeah. other. Times are very difficult right now, uh, and they're not going to get much easier anytime soon. So take care of everyone you can. Be as safe as you can. And we know it's a refrain you're tired of hearing, but vote. Yep. Uh, and as always, guys, if you meet a young girl in a creepy forest, don't call her a ghost. She's probably not one. Don't do it. And you're going to scare her. It's just rude. And it's really sad. Even if she is. That's none of your yeah. business. Yeah. Also, they prefer reanimate America. Black Lives Matter. All cops are bad. Bye, yep. everybody. Keep it creepy, guys. Bye, everybody. Cue... Keep it till you grieve it. Spooky <laughs> synth music. Put the lime in the coconut, and then you add the synth. You put the <laughs> lime in the coconut, and then you get sued. <laughs> Glad we're not YouTube, so we don't get demonetized. Yeah. Take that, YouTube. Yeah. Take that to the bank and stop. <laughs> Alright, I'm I'm done recording. I'm Dr. Pepper. <laughs> Dr. Pepper yeah, isn't part same. of the Cola Wars, so it doesn't count. Well, because it's prune juice. That's true. And it's twenty three. It is not cola flavored, it is a spicy cherry cola. Yeah, it's it's actually uh, and you know what? Uh, this is this is something that we've said in an earlier podcast. Uh, Doctor oh. Pepper is the original child suicide. <laughs> oh yeah, no, that's right. I heard that episode, yep. and it's delicious it though. But okay, what? How far did you guys would your? Sorry, how far did you guys go with your child suicides when it uh, came to it? Did you? I mean, down <laughs> down the street, not across the road. What I don't. No, in the sense of like everything. what you put in the literally everything, anything that was in. 
uh, and available no. in the soda fountain would be put in my cup. Mm-mm. See, I uh-uh. uh, miss me with that shit. No, I'm a beverage purist, and I always have been. I want what I want. See, I was an intention-seeking child, and I did everything, sure. including condiments <laughs> once. So, Casey, Casey, how do you feel about the juice? I'm gonna need some clarification on that before you said I you're a beverage purist. How do you feel about? <laughs> <the juice? laughs> Juice. Just the juice in general. Which, which juice are we talking about? Are we talking about OJ Simpson? Are we what? Just, just how how do you feel about the juice in general? Tony, you're fucking in. You're entrapping me, and I can see the shape of what you're doing. I just can't see like what's written on it. I don't want this. I mean, like, like if you're a purist, like, how do you separate your juice normally? Do you put like? Like the regular, <laughs> the regular uh, bottles of juice on one side. Do you maybe? Do you maybe put? So do you maybe much. put uh, uh, the other juice? Uh, do you separate the juice by concentration? Maybe you put the juice. <laughs> now you stay away from the concentration. Damn it! <laughs> what are we talking? Concentration about? camps. No, just the- what the fuck are we talking? About? Oh god. Throw it away! I don't want this. I don't want this deleted. I think this definitely should be the. Oh, this is Stinger. (laughs) This This is Stinger worthy. You think you have to tell me what makes this Stinger? Come on. Oh my gosh. Okay. Put a lime in the coconut to drink it all up. Put the lime in the coconut. Now let me get this straight. I said, Doctor. <laughs> all right.